from calling out corrupt politics, citing the United States Constitution, books born in American history. You're the relentless patriots. Now, without further ado, here is the most relentless patriot of them all, the relentless patriot Frank. Good evening, Relentless Patriots. Relentless Patriot Frank here with another awesome show. We're here to talk about the Constitution as usual and be relentless. We have a couple special guests with us tonight and hope you guys are ready to talk about everything that makes America great. So without further ado, let's dig right in to our you know, nightly reading of the Constitution. It's good to see a lot of you on here. How are you doing, Dan? Good to see you. All right, so... As you guys know, I like to jump in to constitutional readings before we actually start. So let's talk about the uh, Samuel Adams Committee of Correspondence Address to the Boston Town Meeting. This is November 20th, 1772, and I want you guys to remember why I'm reading from this. Okay, again, Samuel Adams, the rights of the colonists as men. Among the natural rights of the colonists are these. First, a right to life. Second, to liberty. Thirdly, to property. Together with the right to support and defend them in the best manner they can. These are evident branches of, rather than deductions from, the duty of self-preservation, commonly called the first law of nature. All men have a right to remain in a state of nature as long as they please. And in case of intolerable oppression... I think you guys know where I'm getting at with this. <laughs> in case of intolerable oppression, civil or religious, to leave the society they belong to and enter into another. My goodness, that was an amazing paragraph. I'm just going to finish with this. When men enter into society, it is by voluntary consent, and they have a right to demand and insist upon the performance of such conditions and previous limitations as form as... Uh, as form an equitable original compact. Every natural right, not expressively given up, or from the nature of a social compact, necessarily seceded remains. All positive and civil laws should conform as far as possible to the law of natural reason and equity. Now, my friends that are just tuning in, what I just read is exactly what we're fighting for right now. The right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, per se. And Samuel Adams uh, wrote about this before Thomas Jefferson even wrote the Declaration of uh, Independence. So you wonder why a lot of things are the way they are and the way they happen. It's because people haven't given up on their liberties. Even back then, even before America became America, they were already thinking about liberty. They were already thinking about uh, freedom from oppression, if you must say. Now, I have a special guest with me tonight. I will not get his name. Uh, give his name to you guys, but let's just say he's a more of a diehard patriot than myself. Sir, how you doing this evening? Good, how's it going? Good, I'm happy to have you on here. I know we just had a little phone conversation, but um, can you please tell me why, maybe you uh, can enlighten the uh, the youth out there. Why do you love this country so much? What does this country mean to you? Oh, the thing is, though, with the United States, it's, uh, it's a model that never seen before in, in pretty much in human history as far as the civil liberties of, of individuals that um, 
looking back in history from old time history from you can go all the way back to Greek and Rome and uh, to modern day in Western and Eastern uh, history um, no country in the world or an empire in the world had that much civil liberties as far as the individual that's correct and we have something we have something here in this country that was never seen before as far as what we can do who we can be the chances and opportunities that we have here for life, liberty, property. Remember, property is not something that you should take in grant for granted. That's correct. In many countries, till this day, you buy property; it's still it's still owned by the government. You just have uh, a lawful holding on it, it, it for for a little bit. That's about it. But it's still owned, still government property owned by the state. So it's very very unique, and there is no such thing ever seen before or after. Samuel Adams had said this before, and I think I might have said it in another a, another show that I did. Um, just and true liberty equal an impartial liberty. So, liberty is a fine balance between freedom and a little bit of freedom. And what's going on right now, and as you know, a little bit of our freedoms, chronologically, incrementally, have been taken away from us. Our Second Amendment is getting very, very close once more to being annihilated. Hopefully Trump can keep that in, you know, in play for us. And, but if Biden gets in, we know that's good as gone. We have to fight for it you know, in order to, to uh, preserve it. Um, we know that the freedom of speech is officially gone in this country. Social media just loves censoring conservatives, you know, patriots and libertarians like myself and you, and you and others out there. We know that the social justice war is going to continue to ensue as long as the Democrats are allowed to infiltrate our schools, infiltrate our local, you know, uh, you know, TV programs. We know that the indoctrination is real. So my, my thought process over the past couple of months, I'm getting really, really close to just exploding on the left. And I know a lot of you guys feel the same way out there. And um, I think it's about time that patriots started to arise. And I, as you guys know... I've been to many rallies, assemblies, freedom talks. I've been to a bunch of anti-vaccine demonstrations. You know, I think a lot of people need to start congregating. And I had said this to another group. And um, one person on here in the chat has done a lot of that. Um, he hasn't worn masks. He hasn't really gone uh, too far as to cater to the liberal agenda. And isn't, isn't it funny that we're actually talking about that too? The liberals in this country have taken the mask bullshit law, the, bull, the, you know, the mask mandate, whatever you want to call it, and officially have used it against we the people, haven't they? Only Democrats, for the most part, that I've seen are wearing the masks outside. Like, every single time I go to a rally, there's very few people that are wearing masks, but then you have BLM and Antifa rioters trying to you know, meet us head on here and there. And they're the only ones wearing the masks. And even when I go outside, and when I drove by several of the uh, liberal neighboring towns I'm in, you see them by the hundreds wearing masks outside when they're walking or, or going to their car. I mean, you want to talk about being unconstitutional. You want to talk about abiding. Law abiding, yes. But mandate abiding? Tyranny abiding? I don't think we can conform as that any longer as people. What do you say? I, I can tell you that I think it's a, uh, very much a symbol of conformity 
And uh, just a quick story. So one of my friend's wife uh, went. They live in the, in the I want to say countryside, but more like the suburbia area for uh, where I live. Yes. And uh, she went to a local farm where they get their, you know, they support their local farm and grow they local crops and buy their organic vegetables regularly over there. And um, there was a tent that's like a waiting area, and she was the only one in the tent. She was not wearing a mask. And, um, and a lady show up wearing her mask and, uh, out of courtesy, she stepped out of the tent because she is not wearing a mask. Um, although she was considerate and courteous and was like, okay, since I'm not wearing a mask, I mean, yes. I'll just move away. So I'll make you feel comfortable. And the lady turns around and tells, uh, my buddy's, uh, wife, you know, you should really wear a mask. And she says like, no, I actually uh, cannot wear a mask for various reasons. And she said, like, it doesn't really matter if you think it helps or not. It's all about conformity. Correct. And she walked away. And uh, that kind of sums it up in, in like, uh, one sentence of what happened. Or that's, how, that's how the left feels, and that's how the, the sheeple of this country that don't realize what they have on their hands. Yeah, like, it's funny. It's funny. You see that all over the country. You have mass Karens. Yep. I mean, even at the... The mall where I have my business, we've been reported several times already by people taking pictures of us or by the management themselves. They keep trying to remind us, quote-unquote, to wear the masks every single time they see us. And this has been happening more and more frequently towards this election, obviously. Um, I still tell them no. I still tell them no. Um, it's going to be every person's individual choice to wear a mask. This is a private facility. Regardless if it's inside your facility, I'm still paying you rent to decide how I'd like to operate my business. And it's none of your business what I want to do. It's all conformity, and I also say the same things that I, that woman said. And um, it's funny how many people get so butthurt or so angry when you tell them, no, this isn't right. Wake up. Don't you get it? This is government control. This is all done as a ridiculous you know, social experiment to see how much they can turn we the people against each other. Well, you mentioned private property, uh, and that's that's uh, one of the things uh, the business I work work for is very very strict about about keeping personal liberties. And uh, the owner of the business posted a site, a sign outside, uh, and also one on the glass before you walk in. So you basically have uh, two checkpoints, if you will, before you go into <laughs> the business. Yeah, danger and warning. Wear a mask. <laughs> give you fair enough warning. This business has no mandatory mask requirement. If you are on private property, if you are offended or scared or terrified by people not wearing masks, please do not enter this premises. This is a no mask free zone. Uh, and uh, and that's basically his decision being the owner of a private property. Again, going back to what you started the conversation, what we talked about, owning property. Owning property is something that you own that is yours. And going back to what I mentioned earlier, a lot of countries, pretty much almost every country, is like you, you it's almost like you're leasing it. Even if you bought it fair and square, you're leasing that property from the town, the city, the, the state, the government, the county. You're not really truly the owner of that property. And people don't respect that anymore because although it's his property, you they, they still want him to, uh, to force people to wear that. Relentless Patriot Vinny. He just said, yes, absolutely. Our family restaurant as well has been has uh, been experiencing bullying for ABC. Like, 
they're they're getting bullied by a news network. I mean, I find that disgusting. That's that's not the role of the media to start bullying people if they're not conforming to a government mandate. It's going back to the Gestapo of old, the henchmen of the left, if you if you will. ABC is forced to enforce with the governor, and yeah, they're 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 forced to comply as well, and they think they can go around and rat out businesses now. I think that's ridiculous. I'm I'm surprised if my business is not going to be on the radar next. It already is, but I'm surprised if it hasn't been radar, uh, you know, reported or, um, you know, you know, to, uh, you know, Fox or, you know, CNN or whatever. Like, I know it's coming. You know what I'm saying? And we know something extremely detrimental, much more than the virus, is coming after this election. We've seen a lot of strange yeah, things sure. happen over the past couple of days too. Like, there's more and more riots in New York City. Uh, there's more and more people being pulled and torn out of cars. People are dying over the mask. People are dying over racial injustice BS marches. People are dying because everyone rather be too busy being divided instead of being united. And the problem is no one is listening to their gut instinct. No one is saying, hey, this has been going on for far too long. What is the government doing? What is their ploy? What is their strategy? No one's actually questioning the science. Because they want us to follow the science. And very few people that are speaking out against it, per se, are the ones that are silenced the most. Just like people like you and me. So it's like, even even in the schools, too. Like, you know, as you know, we some of the schools have been back in session since September. If you take the high school, middle school, you know, degenerate liberal school teachers pressuring their, you know, these young children to... Wear the mask or else we're going to expel you. And I hear tons of stories like this already. It's the same thing where, you know, school teachers that I've talked to in inner cities and they happen to be white have to go through a 12-step process for racial injustice training just to show that they're not as white as they should be and treat the students all fairly. It's the same type of bullying. And it, it's funny because it all stems from the left, no matter what. And I do see some rhino Republicans. Yes, I'm, I'm talking to some of you guys out there. You are just as equally guilty about arguing with people as to whether or not they should wear the mask simply to make you feel better. My question to you is this. Who do you think you are? You're no one of authority. You're treading on my rights just as much as the Democrats are treading on all of our rights together as, you know, uh, you know together in unison with the, the commiecrat party, the commiecrats of old. You know, like, I'm, I'm really not understanding... What edge you think you have simply for telling someone to wear a mask because you're offended or that you're scared that that you're going to get sick? Isn't that isn't that's the you know what the point is of wearing the masks to begin with? So you protect yourself. Yeah, Frankie, uh, the the thing is, I don't know if uh, people know that I've actually if you look on the CDC website. They already came out with the data last month as far as uh, the masks. Sure, the ruling on masks. Uh, there is no science-based or medical-based evidence that masks prevent or contribute to the lower rate of infection of coronavirus. Now, it's like, well, That's if somebody sneezes, then, but okay, if somebody sneezes, he usually sneezes into his elbow, okay? So, if he's going to sneeze, he's going to sneeze regardless. If you're going to sneeze, most likely you're not going to do it in an open air into the... And, and blow all your particles in the room. You're going to do it discreetly into your arm or into a tissue. Uh, as, as far as that goes, and based off of that, this is this is the CDC, the Center for Disease 
Control, which is a government agency that scientists and doctors work for. And although they brought out the data, you were never going to hear that in your mainstream um, opinionated media because it's not news. It's more like opinion channels versus news channels anymore. So that are driven by a political agenda. So masks are symbols. They're, they're basically going to symbolize the symbolism for, for, for a Muslim. Sorry, Absolutely it is. That's, that's all it is. We know that it hasn't really protected anyone. If anything, it makes it worse because by the time you take it off at the end of the day, you're more susceptible to getting sick because you've been breathing in your own excrements for God knows how long already. Uh, Vinny goes to say, um, a lady cosmetology book um, says masks won't protect you from vapors and nail products. And that's that's exactly it, Vin. Like, every time, even if I were to put on a mask and go into a store, if someone next to me smelt like garbage, I'm going to smell it no matter what. And I do smell food too, by the way. Like, those are all vapors, correct me if I'm wrong, and they're just as thin and penetrable to go inside that mask as anything else. No matter, I don't care what you have to wear. In order for you to fully be protected by any type of disease, you'd have to wear a hazmat suit. I mean, let's be serious out here, people. Like, that's ultimately where we're heading towards if Joe Biden gets in, or sorry, Kamala Harris gets in, and we're all going to be going down that road of doom and gloom. It is true. They are trying to take away our rights. Little by little, and eventually they're going to take it all away in one giant foul swoop. Yeah, and I and I and Vin, exactly right. Like, it is false protection. And Renee, they do sneeze in the mask. I've seen people do this. So how, how are you going to tell me by sneezing in your mask and then touching it with your face, somehow the germs magically go away? You're still going to get sick no matter what. You're still going to sneeze no matter what. The mask doesn't prevent you fully from getting sick. And I think we all get that by now, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Those those masks are. Uh, it's more if you are sick, so you would stop the, the spread of it. But if you're sick, you usually know that you're sick and you're staying home. But uh, to force people, the other day I saw a mother with her three children, and just at the age that they are least susceptible. And I actually knew a couple of guys that worked. They got corona and they bounced right back. I mean, for God's sake, our president, which probably got one of the better health cares in the country, but still, 73 years old, uh, a lot of stress. That's right. Down. I think the so real, the real epidemic, like guys, is people dying from their own crap. And then, yeah, exactly. People are getting rashes, masks, you know, masks knee, they call it. You know, people are, people are getting sick from that. They're, it's a breeding ground for bacteria, especially if they don't wash it or replace it. And like you just said, like, there's more venerable diseases that people are dying from. I think COVID is now officially like number 40. Diabetes is still at the top 10. COVID's not the top 10. So why are we still continuously letting these governors, these dictators, maintain their power grass over us? When the, when the, when the virus is not even that lethal in comparison to the flu, let alone. I mean, look, we know that 60,000 people died last year. From the regular flu, the regular common cold, there's no cure for it because every single year they launch it on us. And I don't think people realize that the deep state, the cabalism goes a lot further than just people randomly getting sick every year. Oh, it's flu season. Well, who told you it was flu season? Oh, you know, the change of the weather, this and that. No, I don't believe that for a second. I think it's deep state season. And it's about time we end it. 
uh, just uh, going back to uh, Deep State and uh, tracking, actually, a uh, few countries around the world already made it mandatory if you have a smartphone to download an app. And if you already have that or you signed up for uh, Apple Health, that's automatically installed on your phone. And yes, it is. They could legitimately uh, track you down, send you anonymous uh, notifications. In California, they have about 30,000 trackers, actually live people, that's all they do, is they, they monitor movement of people, you can download um, the health app, it's automatically, and, and you accepted the new, um, what's it called, the settings, the, the like, updates of the settings, that basically already, you have it on your phone. I think people um, don't understand how, how deadly these vaccines are, like, yeah, exactly, like, my, my grandmother is in her late 90s. And they want to give her a flu shot. I'm like, are you guys serious? She's not even sick. But you want to give her a flu shot. Why? Just because you say you can? When no one really around her is sick, and she's only around a certain amount of people every single week, she's not guaranteed to get sick, guys. Like, we need to stop trusting the government when they tell us something's good for us. I think a lot of you guys agree with this. But how many of you are willing to stand at the end of the day if they do come to say, hey, you either have to get this vaccine in order to get back to work or remain inside in quarantine. Because they've already tried that, and a lot of people did comply earlier this year with that same democratic, communistic nonsense in order to keep us, we the people, from succeeding, in order to keep this country down and out. And exactly, look, Vin, I'm not, I'm not vaccinated as much as the next person you know, is, and I don't really get sick. And even if I do, it's for a couple days, it's usually a flu or some respiratory bullshit infection, and I take medicine, I rest, and I get better. I don't, I don't demand that I need a flu shot in order for me to feel better. And the last time, by the way, um, the last time I did get one, I felt disgusting. I didn't feel good. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just telling, I'm putting out there for you guys. Stop trusting the government for your every need and want. They want you to be dependent on them. I mean, even Mike Pence said it today. Oh, you know, don't worry. We're going to have a vaccine uh, ready to go. You know, Project Warp Speed. I'm like, Project Warp Speed? It sounds like some type of, uh, you know, like Antifa project, if you ask me. You know, Project, uh, what's it called? Veritas? Like, pro like, why do we have to even call it projects? It, like, 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 like we're guinea pigs. Oh, don't worry. We'll have the vaccine out and, you know, it's safe. I'm sorry, but any politician that tells me something is good for me is wrong. And they're deemed traitors to the United States because that's not the role of the United States government in accordance with the Constitution. That does not align with me very well, guys. And I'm, pr I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys out there uh, feel the same way. So when the time does come, we must be ready together. Yeah, Frankie, yeah, I'm bad as, uh, as well if, uh I uh, can throw some information on vaccines. Oh, yeah, please. Um, if you guys recall, yeah, so if you guys recall during the first Gulf War, uh, 1991, Desert Storm, after that Desert Shield, uh, the big concern uh, of that region, especially from the, the forces the uh, United States was going against predominantly uh, at the beginning, uh, was the Iraqi military, and there was a lot of... Uh, Predictions from intelligence and everything that um, the Iraqis going to use. They're not. They're going to take off their gloves and 
go completely dirty, no Geneva Convention apply, and you saw biological weapons as well as chemical weapons. Correct. And, uh, anthrax was one one of the biggest ones. Exactly. And, uh, so the men and women of uh, the armed forces on all branches were given vaccines upon entry to uh, basic training or uh, upon deployment. And uh, it turns out to be 20 years later, um, those vaccines became optional because I forgot the percentage, but it was an extremely high percentage of those men and women, especially men, um, pretty much across the board became sterile. So I heard about you're, that. You're, you're right. going to get a vaccine. You're going to get a vaccine that has not tested and does not have any quality testing on living tissues and, and rats. It's like, oh, they tried it on rats. Rats have a diff, <laughs> different, although similar. Yeah, but, but don't worry. It's going to be nice and safe for you when it comes out. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Vinny says on here... The shingles vaccine has been causing blindness and is now on trial for bad side effects. Duh. Look, in our day, ch uh, chicken pox was the worst. Now they think it's lethal when it's clearly not. The, uh, and, and exactly that. The Obama administration, not the Trump administration, by the way, people out there, made it mandatory for all veterans to get vaccines. No president in the history of the United States ever did that except for that communist. And they are implementing the National Guard, by the way, guys, to distribute the vaccine. They will. Um, and it's a shame because a couple of my students happen to be National Guardsmen. And they act like it's just no big deal. I'm like, you guys have been blindsided by your own ambition to serve your country. And you're just going to do, you're going to follow orders. I mean, that's, I mean, part of me still wants to go to the Army. Don't get me wrong, the military guys. And um, based upon what I've been seeing and how they've been acting, I'm not too thrilled. I'm not too thrilled. And I keep hearing that it's not worth the time to go. And, and exactly. The rat studies show deadly brain damage. And I was about to say that too. Thank you, Vin. And people like that, um, the humans are definitely different than the rats. And you can't tell people this, especially rhino Republicans. It's the same thing. Oh, we should trust the president. I'm like, you guys should never trust anyone. I don't care if they're a career politician or not. If they are controlled by someone behind the curtains like a puppet, then no, don't trust them. I don't care how uh, you know independently wealthy or successful they are, you should never ever trust a politician. I don't care how good of an intention they have for this country. As soon as they tell you, yeah, we're going to come out with a vaccine, it's going to be great. That's a red flag for me, regardless if it's Trump or anyone else. Well, it's, uh, it's come down to the right to choose. It comes down to the right to choose. If, if I, okay, even if I trust the government, the president, my governor, my mayor, I don't, I don't know, 110%, it doesn't mean that I will have to get it. I should still have the right to choose yeah, whether I want to get it or not. And it goes, and it goes like, well, by the way, for every, every medical procedure is in there. And there is a whole bunch of presidents on that. Um, for example, um, I know that Jehovah Witnesses, for example, cannot get certain treatments. I think the, uh, they cannot get blood transfusions. And I know some sects of, uh, of Islam cannot get organ tra transplant. It's like every, every, um, uh, sect of religion or, or ethnic group with certain, uh, values and beliefs have Limitation as far as what it can get, what they cannot get. And a lot of it goes back based on their religion. Some 
animals or animal parts for them would be considered Yeah, unholy. I mean, they've done so ex example, experimentation. Pig's valve would be a, a, a big no-no, even if it means that the relatives have to die. But they still have the right to choose. Why is it different with those corona vaccines? Why? Exactly. It, well, it's no different than anything else. And I know I know, uh, President Trump put in a an executive order a couple months ago saying it's not going to be mandatory, uh, mandatory to enforce this vaccine. But as you know, the Democrats will try to cheat. The Democrats brought in this virus in unison with the communist regimes out there, the globalist regimes out there. So being that a lot more people are apparently supposed to die from this, they might try to impose this vaccine on we the people. And I've been saying this for a very long time. Don't worry, we're going to get this by the end of the winter. That's like saying, don't worry, have an abortion, it's good for you. Express your individual, you know, uh, my body, my choice rights. Don't worry, we're going to make sure you're comfortable. We'll make sure you get an injection, make you sterile. Like, guys, anybody who's in the business of doing business when it comes to your health should be checked. Should be uh, thought about in a way where you have your shield wall up at all times. We should not just say, hey, that's a great idea. Let me listen to Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci is going to save my life. Meanwhile, Dr. Fauci is flim-flam on the mask like 10 times already. And yet still here we are listening to the moron himself. Like, wake up, people. This is the time for liberty, the time for us to do exactly what Samuel Adams had said back in 1772, before even the inception of this country was thought about. It's prevalent. You need, to you need to learn how to apply the Constitution to your daily lives and follow it to a T. I don't care if there's a Republican in office or a Democrat. They are not patriots. A lot of them are controlled puppets behind the scenes. And that's what I'm saying to you, uh, sir, that I don't trust Mike Pence. And a matter of fact, here and there, I don't trust Trump when it comes to certain things. He even said today, oh, you know what, it should be up to the states to enforce a $15 an hour minimum wage. And what are you basing that off of? He's buckling under peer pressure. No, no state should ever enforce a minimum wage of $15 an hour, especially if a college kid is able to make that out of college. But you're telling me someone at McDonald's can make the same pay? Or someone that, uh, you know, uh, cleans a bathroom stall and puts little to no effort into their life deserves to make the same as someone who got a college degree? Like, yeah, you know what? You want to make it up to the states? Go ahead. But once you say that, you're going to make it okay. You're going to make it okay to kill small businesses and enforce socialism from state to state. Then you're really going to see people move away, aren't we? A lot more people have already left New York City, and they've come out here to ruin the suburbs. Because some of those people that moved, regardless if there was BLM riots or not, guys, are also demon rats. They're liberals, they're redcoats, they're Marxists, and they're, now they're out here looking to, uh, you know, run for office or take 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 down the uh, school system and enforce their communistic manifesto. If some of you guys remember, I had the 10 steps on there, um, you know, several months back, listing what those manifestos are, the anti-American propaganda, but I, I don't think a lot of people are getting it, and um, certain people are going to. And um, before I move on to the next part of this, I you know I want to again uh, bring forth the light that we officially launched a Relentless Patriots Apparel shop. 
for all your Patriot needs. We're coming out with new t-shirts and hoodies. It's called the Relentless Patriots Apparel.com. It is awesome. And um, I'm going to read something to you guys. Uh, this is the Continentalist. And it was written by Alexander Hamilton, July 12, 1781. Alexander Hamilton, guys. Uh, there is something noble and magnificent in the perspective of a great federal republic. And this is, yeah, 1781. So, you know, after the inception of the country. Uh, yeah, there is something noble and magnificent in the perspective of a great federal republic. Closely linked in the pursuit of a common interest. Tranquil and prosperous. But there is something... Um, Proportionally diminutive and contemptive in the prospect of a number of petty states, with the appearance only of a unit of a union. The appearance, guys, keyword: the appearance of a union, while being jarring, jealous, and perverse, without any determined direction, fluctuating and unhappy at home. Weak and insignificant by their dissensions in the eyes of other nations. Now, what do you think he's talking about, sir, and people out there? Well, I think it goes, that, uh, it goes back to, uh, if you look at the, all the Greek models of uh, city-states, basically that they're all Greek and uh, and they basically have the right to choose. they got their own laws. Even in, in, in Greece before, all was united city-states operated on pretty much on the same values, but they all had their own laws, which makes, neutralizes a centralized government, like the Soviet Union, for example, uh, which all rules apply. Every governor has the power, uh, and again, within the limits of the Constitution, of course, yes. uh, in a state constitution. I think that idea of a small state, a small group of people regulating themselves without having external influences of some federal government that sits uh, 2,500 2, miles away from them with no relation to their states, their economy, their their own culture of that state. That's correct. And telling them how, how to live their lives. Hence that why the Revolutionary War was created. That's the reason why. You had a tyrant 3,000 miles away overly taxing them, telling them how they should live their lives. And what happened? We got our freedom. We want, it, we want it from those tyrants, British tyrants. Now, I'm not saying British people are evil. We should be appreciative because it wasn't, if it weren't for them, the French, the Indians, the surrounding areas, the colonists way back during the Mayflower days, um, the Dutch, etc., we wouldn't have a nation. I think a lot of people don't appreciate that. But also they need to appreciate the evils that have come from history so it doesn't repeat itself. Because... Once more, guys, and I'm just going to add on to what you just said, sir, that, yes, we should have the right to govern our own individualized states, but not, guys, not based upon jealousy and perverse power. Okay? Oh, New York is a better state than uh, Tennessee, or Tennessee is better than Florida, or Florida is better than Georgia. Let's all move there. No, no. You have the right to move there to pursue happiness. But you should not be, like, your state, according to the Constitution, um, once it becomes a place of unhappiness, unhealthiness, it becomes weak and insignificant. People start comparing the whole country like that 
to other nations. Oh, why can't we be more like China? Why can't we be a socialist nation like Europe? Why can't we be more like Venezuela? Why can't we have socialism? So that's what I'm saying. If you if you relate the $15 an hour ordeal, which has been in the works for God knows how long now, and in some places they actually did do it, like in the city, um, what gives you the right? You're going to bankrupt everyone else because you're comparing yourselves to a socialist nation. When we're not a socialist nation, look at Governor Murphy. Like Governor Murphy, um, I, I'm not sure if you've been catching up with the news in terms of all the governors, sir. But Governor Murphy is trying to keep people away from each other on Thanksgiving. He's trying to say, oh, don't, yeah. don't celebrate Thanksgiving together with your friends and a lot of family members. We knew that was going to come, but at the same time, people are like, yeah, yeah, you know what? He's right. Uh, you know, like Joe Biden says, the dark winter is coming. We need to be ready. We got to stay away from each other and have, you know, very quiet, quiet, depressing holidays because COVID is here. and We all need to be like paranoid and delusional and treat each other like we're a bunch of viruses and stay away from each other. I mean, that's not that's not tranquility, guys. That's not a, a happy America per se. I mean, even, even uh, again, Alexander Hamilton goes to say, yeah, literally, happy America. If those to whom thou hast entrusted the guardianship of thy infancy know how to provide for thy future, uh, future repose. If, if, uh, and they say thy, <laughs> interesting, right? Um, miserable and undone. If their negligence or ignorance permits the spirit of discord to e in order to erect a banner of tranquility. So in other words, surrendering your freedoms, guys. Surrendering your freedoms in order, just like Benjamin Franklin said, I'd rather, you know, have a have dangerous freedom than than safe tyranny. That's exactly it. And we've surrendered a lot of our freedoms. A lot of us have conformed to this virus early on. I mean, me, I waited to the last second before I decided to close my business down. And I had several security guards come in. You guys have to leave. The virus is here. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, where is it? Are people sick with it? Okay, where is it? Is it prevalent right now in this county? Is it prevalent right now? How do you know? Do you have a virus detector, sir? Oh, I was busting some chops that day. And I'll tell you guys this, if they try to shut me down again, rest assured, I will not conform. If they try to demand I wear a mask, I will not conform. And I haven't been conforming, actually. And I've been pretty silent and, or animate about this, but for the majority, throughout this whole entire pandemic, I have not forced anyone at my business to wear a mask, especially when it comes to making yourself healthy. When it comes to working out or doing martial art training, guess what? You're going to develop a better immune system at the end of the day if you keep that mask on. And I don't even know why people even have those, you know, climate control masks per se, because it's supposed to make you breathe heavier. That's very unhealthy too. It's the same, uh, same set of ordeals, same process. These masks are not meant for exercise. They're not official respirators. They're not anything that can possibly help you with your breathing compared to restricting it. But yet, here we are. Here we are, guys. And I promise you this. They will try to shut us down again. Mark my words. 
And if they do, yeah, so it come, go ahead, sir. Frankie, it, it does come to what you you kind of nailed it. It's, it's almost like this. Uh, there's nothing you can do when you ask the guard. Do you see any viruses? Do you have a virus detector? If there was a, was a hazmat team surrounding this building and they find a high, high prevalence of viruses? No. Nobody knows it. Nobody sees it. Is it is it true that there is such condition called coronavirus? Yeah, there is. Um, is it? Yeah, no one's saying it's not fake. Absolutely. Right, no one's saying it's like, you know, but every virus is invisible. Do you see green gas in the air when someone farts? I mean, sometimes you'll see a little bit of smoke. That's probably the only virus that you could actually see is humans excrementing when they sneeze or fart. But at the same time, that's not exactly a virus either, isn't it? That It carries... The point that I'm, I'm making is that they, they basically took it out of proportion in a, in a global experiment, um, just like they did with 9-11. 9-11, we had an attack. How it happened is a whole different uh, conversation for a whole different topic, but it happened. Um, yes, it did. What was the causes and everything? We get on a whole different show on that. But um, that was exactly the breeding ground that the, the federal government needed to take a majority of our rights away. That Before that, unheard of. Uh, it was never before in American history that so many civil rights uh, and constitutional violations were imposed uh, by President Bush at the time. And That's later it. on with, with the Obama National Defense Act, uh, which was basically a Patriot Act on steroids. Patriot, I don't know why you even called it that because there's nothing patriotic about it. It's, Absolutely, uh, it's enslaved us. Act. So 20 years ago was terrorism. Today it's uh, public health and uh uh, exactly. Bio-warfare. And you know what? Speaking of terrorism, why is it... Okay, if if terrorism is still kind of prevalent, if you can go back to 2013 real quick, guys. What massacre happened in Boston? The Boston what? The Marathon. The Marathon, that's correct. And guess who was involved the with Bernaya that? Bernaya Brothers. That's right. And guess where they came from? Aside from them being here... Guess where they went to school at? The same place where they arrested several professors for harboring Chinese propaganda, communist manifesto to the school, and were seen and caught with Chinese spies, literally, in Harvard University. And I made a whole entire uh, show about this in the beginning, uh, beginning um, summer months, I think it was in June, where I talked about, well... Look at the same hippies. Look at these same pieces of garbage that created BLM, that created Antifa, that said conform, anti-American propaganda. You, you know, you're being oppressed, yada, yada, yada. We need a more socialistic place to make everyone free and equal. It's the same thing, guys. And the government did actually launch Boston bombing as well because the government launched communistic manifesto into all our schools they allow these hippies to retain uh you know teaching positions you know uh school school official positions like uh you know deans the deans of like a program that they would sell to all the kids and the kids are paying for anti-american propaganda obey what we say Conform or burn, etc., etc. It's the same thing. It's the same type of manifesto engineered with the virus, obviously, but it's the same type of communism. Look, 
did, did you guys like being able to only buy two things of toilet paper, two things of meat, two things of vegetables, two items of cereal? Did, did you really think the government had the best interests for us in mind back then? And yet I keep hearing right now, sir, and everyone out there, that there's a food, sh uh, food supply shortage? Doesn't that seem a little uh, strange to you that magically there's, there's another food supply shortage? When there wasn't one, when we were only allowed to buy two items of anything? Two loaves of bread, two things of... Uh, and even, even when it came to eggs and milk, they only allowed you to buy one container. I mean, was that not socialism? Was that not communism? Walk this way with an arrow or else? Or wear a mask outside when you're attending your own kid's baseball game? Like that? what happened to that one mom a couple weeks ago? And meanwhile, the security guard couldn't even wear his own freaking mask, right? And no one arrested the security guard? Is that not communism? Is that not Gestapoism? Is that not what we fought and died against in order for us to have a free nation? And why is it that the president, and I'm going to question the president on this. Why is it that the president has not brought these things out to fruition? Why hasn't he mentioned one word of this stuff? The arrests, the, the the communists. Like, what is his team doing exactly? Aside from, um, saying, "Hey, hey, don't worry, the vaccine's coming." I mean, look, I vote. Look, I I already submitted my ballot early. I no, I didn't mail it in, guys. Thank God. If you did that, your vote would have been lost anyway. But I don't know what Trump is waiting for. If if he's banking on being reelected, that's as sure as. Sure, as much of a shot as any to try to launch your official agenda, your campaign against the radicalism that has already infestated our country for a hundred years plus. And why is it now you're waiting, Mr. Trump? We the people have lost our jobs. We the people are subject to penalty now. Just the other day, the government in New Jersey with freaking Murphy tried to pass another bill about mandatory vaccinations. And if you don't conform with wearing a mask in New York and New Jersey, because obviously they copy off of each other, in commie, Commieville per se, that you're going to get a $500 fine or 30 days in prison for not wearing a mask all day. I mean, is that not communism? What is it then? For the safety and general welfare of the people? That's an abuse of the Constitution. The question is, Frankie, also, um, that brings me, if there is any law enforcement or military guys listening to that, who's going to enforce it? Uh, is Governor Murphy or uh, uh, Cuomo are going to enforce it in person? I, I seriously doubt they're going to walk the streets of New York or New Jersey and start enforcing that. Can I give you, yeah. a, can I give you an example real quick of how it's being enforced? Yeah. All right, so again, go, no. back, go back to the mall where the school was mm -hmm. at, okay? Go back to that. They have announcements every 30 minutes to an hour about wearing the mask. It's mandatory. Please follow all guidelines or leave them all. And we've been bothered by security guards. We've been bothered by uh, mall managers. And they keep giving us little warnings or taps on the shoulder or slaps on the wrist. No, they haven't fined us yet. No, they haven't had us arrested. Um, but if these mask mandates continue to happen after the election, we're going to be in trouble. We're going to be in trouble because now 
people are starting to see, hey, wait a minute now. These mask mandates are not going away. We must start questioning the authority, guys. As much as I hate to neglect that actual uh, holy warrior mentality, we have to start doing this because Trump has not ended the mask mandates, has he? No other official has spoken out against these mask mandates, right? So this is what I'm trying to tell everyone that regardless of who's in office, look, I get he's trying to conform to the norm and make other people feel safe and secure. There's no doubt about it, he's trying to play devil's advocate on both sides. But when you still allow these mask mandates to happen, when you allow these states to individually uh, execute tyranny, in the face of law-abiding Americans, I have a personal problem with that. Because now you're limiting my freedom. You're still allowing tyranny to exist. What part do any rhino Republicans, communist Democrats, not understand about that one thing I just said? You're allowing tyranny to happen. You're conforming to things that are not good for you. If the, and I tell people this all the time. If the government told you there was gold at the bottom of the river and you had to jump off the bridge to get it, would you do it? Simply because they told you that there's gold at the bottom of the river. Would you actually jump off the bridge? Don't worry. We'll save you. Once you get the gold, that is. That's supposed to be at the bottom. We'll save you. You got to jump first, though. You know, like, there's, there's certain things in, in, uh, in, in the warrior culture. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the term. But it's called a leap of faith. Now, a leap of faith is taking a chance based upon something that is good, but based upon your own volition. Not based upon guarantee, not based upon government tyranny, not based upon someone daring you to do it, if that makes sense. A leap of faith is something that you believe in personally will come to you in good fortune based upon your personal decision. And I employ all of you to take a leap of faith once election season is over. Stop wearing the masks. Grow a set of patriotic you-know-whats. Because if we don't, it's going to be more of the same, and it's going to get harder to get rid of the masks until this vaccine, the magic vaccine, the magic pill comes out. And that, my friends, is what I want you guys to remember, because it's very, it's a very dangerous situation we are now in. And I think a lot of people are not uh, still, they're still not understanding it based upon what's been happening. You know, so... I'm going to read, before I go into the next thing here, um, I'm going to read another thing from the Constitution. And this is by James Madison. You know what's funny about this? He talks about disease in here. <laughs> he said, <laughs> okay, so, by a faction, I understand, yeah, okay, so James Madison, uh, this is again, this is, um, sorry guys, the Federalist Papers, number 10, you know, paper number 10, or volume 10, uh, and this is in regards to the Union as a safeguard against domestic faction and insurrection. And he goes on to say this, 
By a faction, I understand a number of citizens, whether amounting to a majority or a minority of the whole, who are united and actuated by some common impulse of passion or of interest adverse to the rights of other citizens or to the permanent and aggregate interests of the community. There are two methods of curing the mischiefs, key word, mischiefs, of faction. The one by removing its causes, the other by controlling its effects. The, uh, there are again two methods of removing the causes of faction. The one by destroying the liberty which is essential to, his exist, uh, to its existence, the other by giving it to every citizen the same opinions, the same passions, and the same interests. Liberty is to faction what air is to fire. And an ailment without a remedy. So, liberty, my friends, like I said before, like a leap of faith, is a personal, uh, you know, a personal responsibility a personal action. It is not something the government technically can give or take away from you. It is something that you have to do yourself. And he, and again, he says, you must get rid of the factions by this, by um, the, the the factions that are trying to destroy liberty, which is essential to its existence in itself. You know, like I I, I had recently had also said this that there should be more marches, there should be more um, rallies per se, more patriots that are marching for liberty. So in other words, anti-communist marches or movements, something to remove liberal manifestations, communist manifestos from schools. There should be marches in front of Starbucks, for example. There should be marches in front of all these places that have donated to BLM and Antifa, like Home Depot or Target or Staples, nonetheless. Why are we allowing them to spend our money? So some people shop there. Your, your money is literally being spent on communist manifesto. And why are we allowing that exactly? Oh, it's their company, right? Well, guess what communism is? Communism doesn't give you any rights. Communism takes away all those things. So how can how can we allow, like Alexander Hamilton just said, or James Madison just said, how can we allow those factions to exist if they are limiting liberty? Does that make any sense to anyone out there? You know, and um, what would you like to say, uh, sir, about your experience? I mean, you said you had um, you had served for a little while. Um, you don't have to tell me where. Or, you know, tell everyone where, obviously. But you had served this country. You believe in this country. And you believe in individual liberty and prosperity, correct? Correct, yes. I'm, I served in the armed forces. And we appreciate your service. Now, I'm sure there were things that you probably didn't want to do. Like all the other veterans I have spoken to. And it's funny how the veterans... Not the ones that are currently serving are the ones that are telling me that the government isn't exactly hua or the you know some of the decisions it makes for you for us to go to war isn't exactly on par with liberty. It actually enforces tyranny. No. 
remember to, to the point I, I brought up earlier, at the end of the day, uh, you know, people are talking about civil unrest and gun confiscations and everything. I cannot think of anybody that I served with that is sworn to the United States Constitution, both law enforcement and military, yes. that would actually voluntarily getting this uh, so-called lawful, unlawful order to confiscate guns, no matter what would be the circumstances, uh, or to shoot people with vaccines, for that matter. Um, I, I, and that is the, the big problem that I see with all this mandatory this, mandatory that. And, and I'm sure the government, state official, will find some local yahoos to enforce that. Yes. But if that happens, they're taking a big risk of doing that. Confiscating guns, yeah, that can that can get you in, in, in serious trouble because now you're actually infringing on, the, on our constitutional and our livelihood. Uh, vaccinating would carry the same weight as, as, as far as the resistance, the active resistance, if you know what I mean. That's correct. That people will, not all, not all, but some will put up. The, that That is a big problem, isn't it? Like, you're going to put your own law enforcement, your own military, in the way of danger by enforcing something that is dangerous. So, in terms of taking away our firearms and our freedom, um, the only way these commies, these traitors, these redcoats are allowed to do what they're doing is through social media so far. And so far, they're getting away with it. No one's going after Silicon Valley. Um, and they're, they're kind of picking at the Constitution little by little. They're taking away a page at a time, per se. And we have to stay vigilant, guys. You know, um, I know that some of, you, some of you out there are afraid. But I'm telling you guys this. You'll be even more afraid if you increasingly give the government more power. By surrendering a lot of your liberty away. By complying to tyrannical you know, persuasion, per se. And we have to be aware. We have to try to wake people up. We have to try to talk to them about why liberty is more important than safeguarding, you know, than, than safe tyranny, per se. Than sitting there and pretending that evil is not here. Evil is not rampant. Because if we do that, then we would truly lose this country, like President Trump said at the debates last night, or the other night. It's a very, very dangerous situation we're in. And I want you guys to remember this. That... The only thing that's going to set you free, aside from liberty, is history. You must study it. The Constitution, yes, you must study it. I mean, right now I'm watching a documentary about the barbarian hordes in, in, uh, in Germania. And by the way, guys, if you don't know where the word German came from, the Romans made that word up, meaning barbarian. So they, they call themselves, <laughs> and I don't know if you know that, sir, they call themselves literally barbarians. And that's what the Roman, you know, the Romans, when they were all the way marching up north to conquer those northern lands in Germania or Viking land, etc., etc., um, that's what they called them, barbarians. So it's the same thing. We have barbarians running barbarians. We have rhino Republicans believing everything the Democrat dogmas tell them. We have them so fearful, so fearing for their lives, that they'll believe anything that the government tells them. They're going to enforce this vaccine to them, and they'll take it. How many people 
Well, I have you still on the phone, sir. Can you tell me lined up for testing? And not just one time, but several times. Can you give me a number? Of what? Of how many people you think lined up for testing as soon as this virus became, and even now, um, the I'm total sure a number. Lot of people did that. Um, I would divide it into two into two graphs uh, into two actually uh, graphs or groups of people. Um, the ones that are completely brainwashed by uh, channels like Communist News Network uh, and other <laughs> liberal media, which is the majority. Communist uh, News Network, and, I love it. And and uh, basically yes, and then you got to remember a lot of people, especially the millennials, uh, that. They get their sources from social media, not so much watching news, because it's not those are not again those are not news channels or those are now opinion channels. Whether it's Fox or CNN, it doesn't matter. Um, so a lot of them get their source of information from social media that obviously supports the agenda. Now, um, some of them, those that are brainwashed and, and all panicked, are running to do that, and then that's the one group, the first group I would I would uh, categorize. The second group is. People that, um, like um, somebody that's very close to me, that uh, is uh, in the healthcare profession, and basically says it straight out, she calls it a scamdemic as well, and does not believe in that, does not believe in masks. Um, she's got her medical degrees and everything. That's right. Uh, very educated. And yet, in order to maintain her job, she is forced to bring weekly a COVID-19 uh, uh, written test. So those would be the two groups. So we have to differentiate the people and, and the people that are forced to do it because otherwise, well, well, guess what? Don't bother showing up to work on Monday if you're not going to have that paperwork saying that you uh, were uh, swapped through your nose. And, you know, that, and that's what I fear. Like, you wonder why the majority, well, not the majority. Um, I'd say the majority of people that have been affected from this uh pandemic, if you will, by losing their jobs, such as myself, mm-hmm. won't get another job because that job requires them to get tested every so often, like you said, and requires them to get initial testing several times to show that they're not, that they never had the virus. And it's like, well, how do you not, like, I've seen people lose their jobs because they've had false positives. Oh, I, you know, they won't let me work or one person had COVID at our job. Now we all have to quarantine for two weeks. You know, like, like you shouldn't have to stop your own personal life simply because someone else has the Chinese flu. Yeah, no, that's um, that's the problem. And you know what? At this point, I uh, I would encourage people that are forced to do that to keep their jobs. Uh, you know, consider this is something that is unlawful, and it is unlawful. Can you imagine? You have to do everything like that. And I, I understand working in healthcare, you have to get a tuberculosis test or going to college and MMR, but to do something so invasive over something that has absolutely no teeth as far as it's proven, as far as mortality, just mind you how many people that are actually dead from, directly from coronavirus. Most people that die from it, die from corona-related complications, die from completely something different, but they also tested positive for corona again, like you mentioned, you know, if it's positive or negative. Uh, Could be a false positive, however, Personally, if I was in that boat, I can tell you right now, I would I would forge documentation so I can maintain my job because it's completely illegal and I would take the same means to kind of like fight fire with fire when it comes to that. I, th- I think that we're going to see something that we've never seen before in this country when it comes to resisting this crap now. 
Like, we the people have had it. I mean, even some Democrats that are conformists have had it with conforming. And I think it's about time people started walking away from governments, not just a party, but from governments that seek to continue to enslave us with fear, with conformity, with things that violate our individual personal liberties. And we should finally, for once, free ourselves by refusing to pay taxes and demanding that the Federal Reserve be abolished. Because our tax money hasn't done anything for us, hasn't gone very far, aside from road construction, post office garbage, DMV fees, like all these things that have added more to the frustration that we the people have to go at this point, because that's where our money is going. Our money, and even the Constitution says it, that the, the government is supposed to provide for the general and common welfare. Now, correct me if I'm wrong or mistaken, but enforcing tyranny, is that, a, is that providing for the common or general welfare of all people? Is that really allowing people to seek life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? How does that help us as a nation by turning people against each other? Mask wearers versus non-mask wearers, right? Uh, black versus white. You know, a uh, rich person versus poor person. Oh, there's extreme amount of disparity between rich people and poor people in this country. Hmm, well, let me think why that is. First, understand that the majority of rich people, whether they own this country or not, some of them came from being poor. Okay? And now you're going to take away what they've earned through hard work and dedication and countless and sleepless nights, such as myself. I'm a business owner, and like many business owners out there, I'm not exactly a billionaire yet, but I'm, maybe hopefully I will be if my business becomes that successful. Does that mean I need to distribute money to people that don't work hard? Does that mean I need to you know, donate 50 to 60% of my salary to government tyranny? How does that work exactly? The more successful you are, the more penalized you are, that's not liberty. That's tyranny, guys. And we have to learn and know the differences. Now, I see that we have um, Realist Patriot John on here. John, if you'd like to come on in a second. Uh, sir, if you'd like to stay on with us, um, I'm going to see if uh, John would like to come on. Otherwise, you can keep listening here. Um, understand this, guys. That... The powers that be do not have us in mind. I keep telling people this. Oh, Frank, you don't know what you're talking about. You're a conspiracy theorist. No, 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 no. I don't want to... At this point in the game, guys, I don't even want to hear that from many of you. Because everything that me, this gentleman that's on the phone, Relentless Patriot John, countless other people that I've spoken about have all said similar things. And no, we're not prophets. We just know the difference between liberty and tyranny. This is why I started this group, this channel, to begin with. Because we understand it. We understand what the Constitution is, was, and will forever be our only stance between 
communism and liberty. And we have to be ready for what's coming. Let me get some predictions from you. Because uh, I don't know if John's going to come on yet. But let me get some predictions from you. What do you think we're going to see in the next coming weeks? What are, What are your thoughts? Well, um, because of the kind of line of work that I do right now, we got we talked about that in the company as far as uh, what could happen. And there uh, basically two scenarios. Um, the whole thing, for, first of all, what really bothered me throughout this election, you probably heard that question several times. And I, I personally found to be kind of awkward because I never heard that before in presidential debate. Will Donald Trump leave the White House peacefully yeah, in case he does not get elected. Why is that? When you mentioned the mail-in ballot, my yeah. prediction would be is he is going to get elected and fair and square. But then he's going to try to pass certain laws. He's like, hold on, you're not president just yet. It's still not December. Okay, comes December. It's like, hold on, there's some more mail-in ballots. And yeah, yeah. then more mail-in ballots are going to fall delay. in. And it's like, oh no, we lost them. He yes. is, in the meantime, out of the White House. You know, so that's one of those things that um, they're going to argue, see, he took over, he's a hostile takeover. So that's kind of like my prediction as far as where all of this is going. Well, you know that there is a time period, per se, when the Speaker of the House is mm -hmm. going to be allowed to kind of do some evil deeds behind the scenes, if they wish, if the President is held in contempt of cheating, or if the President is not in the office. Or if there's a hold on the next presidential elect, per se. That's something that's more... Guys, I can't stress this enough. That is something that is... Very provoking and concerning. And that we need to be more aware of that than Kamala Harris. But even if Kamala Harris does get in. Not Biden. Because <laughs> we know what happened, what's going to happen to Biden. You know, um, if Harris does get in, that's going to be worse too. But what makes it even more so worse is that Schumer and Pelosi will still rule the House. And now we're going to lose the House to Democrat votings over everything. They're going to start, they're going to take down, and, and you already saw what the plan was, sir. If you were watching the debates or just in general, they're going to try to reverse everything that our president has done. Everything that he's done to fix this country. Oh, we're going to have Biden care instead. Give me a break. Biden care. What is that? Obamacare 2.0? You know, like, oh, don't worry. We're going to have, uh, you know, no one's going to lose their health care. Obamacare and Obama said the same thing. And what happened? Then they started fining people for not getting it. I mean, what is your what is your plan of action, Mr. Biden? Mr. Sleepy Joe? What are you going to do for the average person? What are you going to do for the middle class? All you're going to do is raise taxes because that's all Democrats do all day, every day. And we do have to worry about our fundamental rights, John. You're absolutely right. You're right about the rights. <laughs> you know, and um, this is going to be a long time coming for we the people. And we're going to have to make a choice, guys. Either we join together or we die as individuals. Like Benjamin Franklin said, join or die. Tyranny is here now. What else do you think is going to happen, sir? I think it would be, uh, as far as the scenarios of Donald Trump is going to get elected, and most likely you will, like all predictions about uh, big polls uh, in the 
really upcoming month uh, or so period. We're going to have uh, major civil unrest at major cities and suburban uh, areas. And um, Agreed. I have a good friend of mine that uh, is a uh, sp- sp- uh, former special, um, special forces in the Army, and he is currently um, a staff sergeant in one of the, in the guard units in one of the, the states I reside in, and he told me that they're actually preparing major forces uh, from, from the National Guard for civil unrest, which is usually they rarely even take care of it, although the governor does have the right to call for the National Guard, but those are kind of like what we saw in Kenosha and those areas in, uh, in Oregon, and very, very rare, but they're preparing for something big. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, clearly... Look how many BLM, you know, BLMers and Antifa Stanis marched on Washington in June. They counted over a hundred thousand. Now, and those are people that were most, for the most part, unarmed with actual weapons. They had fireworks, obviously, and other types of, uh, you know, medieval nonsense going on. But they almost took over all of Washington in a matter of days. Imagine if they all had firearms. So gun sales went out of the roof in unlike any period, probably in, in American and modern history. Exactly. Uh, Thank in modern you. American history. And so that, that's not concerning, guys. <laughs> You're right. And right. And I and I look, me and the other and the other relentless patriots have said this time and time again. Do not put your eggs in one basket with POTUS. Stay vigilant. Please go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Right. Of a fascist, communist, tyrannical manifesto. It's the disarm. 
arm the population. We yeah, don't worry. Agree. Surrender your firearms. We'll protect you. <laughs> I mean, they, they already tried to get rid of martial arts in Virginia. I don't know if you I don't know if you saw that based upon the red laws alone in uh, that commie, communist of a state. That state was the um, the battleground state or the almost the final grand finale of the revolution. The American Revolution, and, and people forget that. Now all of a sudden you're going to bastardize people with red laws, with gun laws, anti-gun, anti-martial arts, anti-self-defense. So what, what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there. What are communists exactly for? Aside from giving more of their power and their rights over to the government. What do they think they're going to gain by that? And yet, And then in some communist countries where this has already happened, now they want liberty. Now, suddenly, magically, they've woken up, like take Venezuela, people are revolting there, right? If you take uh, Cuba, people revolted there back in the 60s and fled there to come here. Like, what give, What makes you that dumb? That's stupid. Not to question the government when they offer you candy is far beyond me. Well, um, first of all, uh, thank you. Thanks for having me today. I really enjoyed it, and uh, it's always uh kind of like uh, gives me strength personally to know that there are people that I think I like and that are ready to fight for the cause. And uh, all I can say is just stay vigilant. Like you, like you mentioned before, uh, for me to stay vigilant is not just to stay active, but to stay armed and trained. And uh, if push comes to shove, then do exactly what our forefathers did and, uh, and, and fought for their rights. Uh, even if it means to uh, to take uh, to take it to the streets and act actively resist. So. Yeah, that's the unfortunate consequence, but it's necessary to secure liberty. And even John said Absolutely. this before. And I'll probably speak for him. Well, you know, I know he's trying to get back on, but um, I'll probably say this: that liberty is preserved through blood of patriots and tyrants. And um. Hopefully that day will never come to pass, but it's looking more and more uh, gruesome to the point of the election. And then even after the fact, don't let everyone out there listening, don't assume that all this magically is going to be over once Trump gets back in. Yes, is, is it going to get worse before it gets better? Absolutely. But at the same time, guys, stay vigilant. Don't accept, uh, you know, Whatever the government wants to give you as uh, some type of a, uh, you know, free handout or a, 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 a uh, you know, a trick, a trick or treat, because I know Halloween's coming up. <laughs> because uh, your 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 treat will be the vaccine, and your trick will be tyranny. So until next time, guys, everyone have a great night and stay with us.